we are able to participate in these negotiations. You know, we all agree on the need to better secure the border and to punish employers who choose to hire illegal immigrants. Uh, you know, we are a generous and welcoming people here in the United States, but those who enter the country illegally and those who employ them disrespect the rule of law, uh, and they are showing disregard for those who are following the law. Uh, we simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully uh, to become immigrants in this country. So that's why we need to start by giving agencies charged with border security new technology, new facilities, and more people to stop, process, and deport illegal immigrants. Welcome to The Right Wing Vegan. I'm Scott. And I'm Kelly. And what you just heard was then-Senator Barack Obama in 2005 talking about illegal immigration. Yet surprisingly, after those words were uttered, no one called him a racist. Can you believe it? Can you can you believe that? Yeah, it seems crazy. After such racist remarks from, from Ob- Barack Obama, I, I just, man, what a racist. I huh? know. You guys all think he's a... Of course you do. He's such a racist. How dare he? How dare... Ugh. Anyways, I just wanted to play that clip to start the show because I just think it's important. I think it's important for context, for the world that we live in right now. Uh, but that's that. Kelly, how you doing? I'm pretty good. You're good. I'm good too. I'm really good. So we got a lot to cover today, but I want to start... With a little bit of, I want to take a step back, okay, from from the new, first of all, actually, let me ask you a question that's completely not related to anything we ever talk about. Okay. Okay, do you think, like, you know how when people buy a new car, people, like, around them want a new car? Like, every, like if somebody buys a new car, everyone around that person wants a new car. Yeah, um, you know how that's like a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. It's a weird thing, and it's not a thing I noticed until I met you, <laughs> and then it like I really noticed it. Do you think that that's the same with jobs? Do you think like if somebody gets a new job, then everyone around them wants a new job? Um, uh, yeah, maybe. Okay. I, I guess I could see that too. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking about a situation in life right now mm-hmm. where I feel like that's the case. I feel like because somebody is getting a job or is offered a job, I feel like maybe some other people in their lives also are like, oh, I got an interview. And I'm like, why are you? Okay. Well, I mean, the same thing. Yeah, I guess I could see that because I unfortunately had to get a new car. And then next thing I know, other people want to get a new car. Even though the reason why I had to get a new car was not for enjoyment or anything. I mean, my other car got totaled, so I didn't have a choice. Yeah. But, yeah, I I guess I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I I just kind of noticed that, and I was like, I wonder if that's a thing. Because it might be, because people just have envy, right? And I think that might be a thing. Um, anyway, so that's that's just something I wanted to ask. Yeah, I was um, like, where are we going with this? Well, I just, <laughs> I meant to ask you earlier, and I didn't, so I figured now was a good time. Uh, what I do want to talk about is 
So I, I want to take a step back from all of this because I think it's easy for us as people who are involved in kind of like, I mean, we watch the news. I read a lot of news sites, books. I'm really into politics. I'm really into what's going on. I'm really in tune. I think I'm really in tune. Maybe I'm bragging, but is it bragging? I, yeah. I think I'm just, I'm really in tune. With you're like aware. What I'm aware. And I feel like you're aware. You maybe weren't before, but you are now. I'm woke. You're woke. And I feel like <laughs> the people who listen to this podcast are probably aware, okay, of what's going on in the world. But I want to take a step back and I, I because I, I really think this is something that's being ignored. I really do. And it's something that's being taken advantage of. In 2016, no one thought that Trump had a chance except me. I did. Yeah. I even bet money on it. That's how much I thought it was definitely a chance. Now, granted, I made a bet that The Rock was going to win in 2020. Not so yeah, good on that bet. If he would have run with these Democratic candidates, you're telling yeah. me The Rock would not be the nominee for the Democratic Party? <laughs> oh, he would be. By a landslide. Yeah. Okay, I would have been right if he would have just decided to run. Man, now I got The Rock's music stuck in my head. I wish he would have <laughs> run because I would have won a lot of money. I had 100 to 1 odds. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. That's a lot. Of, I would have won $10,000. Anyways, so I think... I want to take a step back because here's what I think people are ignoring. In 2016, everybody thought that Trump didn't have a chance because polling was saying he didn't. The pundits were all saying he didn't. Nobody thought he had a chance and he won. And everybody was like, why did Trump win? Why did Trump win? And then people have been studying that, like trying to get a grip on why that happened. So it's now 2019 and we have an election next year, as everyone's aware. Uh, is Trump going to lose? I hope not, but I'm really worried about it. So, oddly enough, I am too. And as someone who thinks like, because if you honestly, like if you listen to the, the conservative pundits, it seems like they think that Trump has this in the bag. And I get why a lot of them think that, because the Democratic candidates are so crazy in a lot of ways. Right. Joe Biden's like weak sauce. And he's literally now running on the idea that, oh, I'm just boring. That's what he's running on. I'm boring. He just released an ad where he basically says, like, oh, I'm pretty boring. Pretty boring guy, old Joe. Pretty boring guy. That's not what it says, but that's basically, like, what it insinuates. Okay, so then if if we're all thinking that Joe is the main guy, like, this will just come down between, between Joe and Elizabeth or whatever, it, you know, it's just... It's just weird because all the the crazies have jumped onto the crazy ship and now there's like not really a moderate because a moderate's just been left behind. Well, Joe's I playing mean, he's the not, moderate. Well, he's playing, yeah, he is, but if he's just... He's not a moderate. No. And he's just kind of like but, there, but not easy, doing anything. This is what I want to talk about, though. It's easy for you and I to sit here and it's easy for us to say that, what we're saying right now. Yeah. But if I'm a normal... I, I've said this before on our podcast. I really want to take a step back and think about this. If I'm a normal person in the world and I don't watch the news, okay, and when I do it CNN, because that's just what most people think is normal news to watch because people don't know, again, do I see the, the, the flaws in Joe Biden or is them promoting Joe Biden the way that they are as like, yeah, he's boring, but that's what the world needs right now. You know, I didn't think of that. That a boring guy is what the world. That's needs. how they're. That's how they're. They're playing like Joe will save the soul of America. That this election feels different, huh. and it feels different because Joe will save the. So soul he he's like the calming presence. 
I guess. Maybe. Well, that's what if I'm if I'm a, I don't want to say a dumb dumb. They're not dumb. I think most people just don't care about this probably because it's so damn stressful. They'd rather not think about it because I'm stressed. I'm stressed every time Donald Trump opens his freaking mouth. I'm stressed every time he opens his phone and tweets. I Yes. I honest to God think that if Donald Trump, this is my assessment on it. And I'm going to say this because we, this, what's, what spurred me to think about this was a conversation that someone who shall remain nameless that we know, it was, actually it wasn't even a conversation. It was just a statement that was made about, I'm really worried that the handmaid's tale is going to become real life. I think it's called the handmaid's tale. Handmaiden. Handmaiden. Whatever. Who cares? Anyways, they were like, I think it's going to be real life. And I was like, what are you, retard? Like, what? No, it's not. I should probably shouldn't have said it. I don't care. What are you, dumb? It's not going to be real life. Like, that's never, I've never even seen that show, but I've heard enough about it to know that, like, women are super oppressed in that show and are, like, sex objects or birth, I don't know, there's something. But I'm like, that's never going to happen. And how is it that someone could think that's, that is a possibility. Yeah, I mean, and it's just because you're spending so much time watching all this crazy CNN news coverage. That's about, what it is. And the the comment was um, that if miscarriage, if someone can get charged for having a miscarriage, then we're just one step away from the Handmaid's Tale. And so Handmaid's that's Tale like that's like called. that's so. And I like because we can sit here and we can we can recognize the bias in the media. Yeah. Okay, we can. And but I wonder do normal people they don't recognize that. Normal people don't recognize that. So they just I think this is I okay, I think that we that pundits us people who are in the know can sit here and say that, but I think it's working. I yeah. think that strategy from the Democrats, from CNN, from MSNBC, from all the people who are in bed Google, all the people who are in bed with the Democrats. I think that this strategy is working and it scares the S out of me. Yeah. Because I do. I, I, I fear that Donald Trump is just, he's going to continue to give them fuel because he can't shut up. Just shut up, dude. Like, I so want you to win. You have no idea. But you keep running your mouth and you're going to lose. You could literally just sit at home for a year and a half and probably win this election on the economy alone. But instead, you want to, but, but the media now is making us afraid of the economy. But you have to come out and say anti-Semitic things and do stupid things. You have to do stupid things. And I can't stand it because now all these normal people already think you're a sexist. They already think you're a racist. They already think that the world's going to hell in a handbasket because they don't, they can't put two and two together and see that their paycheck's more. And I just, my fear is that CNN continues to, you just keep stoking that fire and then they keep playing these audio clips of you or showing tweets that you tweeted and then everybody thinks you're a racist. Meanwhile, Ileana Omar and Rashida Tlaib actually are anti-Semitic. They are actually Jew haters. But you know what? No one knows that. No. No one knows that because the media won't report on it. But the minute Donald Trump says he's the God of all Jews or whatever the hell it is that he said, whatever idiotic thing that he said, they pounce on that, of course. And then they say Trump's anti-Semitic. 
But they they never call out, and they should be held accountable for that. They should be held accountable for not holding Ilian Omar and Rashida Tlaib, you know, to the yeah, to the should. fire for their anti-Semitic asses. But Trump, the minute he says anything, they pounce on it, and I'm really, really super worried that this is working. Does he have? He obviously has a PR person. No, right? uh, no, he is his PR person well, because he just won't stop. Someone needs to find him someone to do that and to filter everything that he does and says and types and tweets or whatever because they have to be a they have to be aware that he could wreck this whole thing. He's going to. Yes, and if somebody doesn't step in and grab a hold of the reins and get a little bit of control back and limit his ability to just say random stuff, they're going to lose it. I just, like, I want to be fair, okay? And I don't think it's fair for me to talk about Ilian Omar and Rashida Tlaib and their connections to organizations that support Hamas. Actual connections to those organizations, okay? Their refusal to accept Israel as a state. I say state as country, not state, you know what I mean? Their refusal to, their, their anti-Semitic, the, the fact that they tweet, they retweet tweets from a, from active anti-Semites. They're just terrible human beings. So if I'm going to call them out for, for their actions, I have to call Trump out for his. Yeah, you do. That's fair. Okay. And the fair thing is, is that he, I wish I had, I don't have the quote, but he said something really stupid. And I just, you got to stop. Okay, you have to stop. And the, and the the conservative pundits who I tend to agree with on a lot of things, I don't this. They'll come out and they'll say he's playing three D. Ch-. They say that all the time. Three D chess. I don't know what the f that means. Okay, three D chess. What I know is that common people, real people that I talk to, think that Donald Trump is a racist woman hater. That's what I know. I have conversations with these people and we can all sit in our circles with all of our conservative woke friends and we can all talk about how the liberal media is so dumb. They think this is going to work. Wake up, idiots. It is working. It is working because everyday people who you are ignoring or calling idiots or whatever, they think this. And I don't know what the call to action is to, to change that. I've got no idea what the call to action is for that. Okay? I don't. But what I know is we got we got I I don't know what to do. No. But I fear, I'm worried that we all can sit back and we can go ha 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 and it that's not doing anybody any good because the media's doing what they're doing and it's working. Yeah. That's my thought. Yeah. It, it, I want to talk about this because I this really this this permeated with me because I was thinking about this and I'm just like you know because I had a, another conversation today like we talk about that conversation with about the Handmaiden's Tale I had a conversation today I don't care what it is okay, I'm sorry. I know I'm I not watching that show I here like I had a conversation today in a meeting with somebody who kind of echoed the same sentiments that that's that's sad it is sad and I don't know what to say to people when they say that because. A, political conversation is just passe, but B, I just don't, it's like people firmly believe that. I don't know. I I think, 
I don't know. I just worry that it's working, and I worry that we're all just kind of sitting back assuming things. Like, we know that Elizabeth Warren is a lunatic. Yeah. She's a goofball, okay? She's a goofball who's just smart enough to cause the country to to go into ruins, right? She's, she's, but she's a goofball. But do, do normal people know that? Do they know anything about her? Except no, that she's a seventy year old woman who acts like she's fourteen. I mean, do they know anything else about her? Who she's a bad like a dancer. Wing. That's what people know. She's a bad dancer. But she had twenty thousand people come to one of her events. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying. And this is why I don't know if Joe Biden's gonna get the nom- nomination. I really don't. I don't think he is. I think Joe's the old boring safe Joe, but he doesn't have any momentum. No. People aren't excited to vote about Joe Bi- to vote for Joe Biden. No. I don't meet a an ardent Joe Biden supporter who's like, man, I really like Joe. I've never heard anybody say that, actually. Mm-mm, I haven't either. People just say, well, it isn't Trump. You know, Joe was there with Obama. I, I don't know. But, I, I, and that's part of why I wanted to play that clip before, too, because a, a lot of the things that Trump has said that he gets called out for are the same things Obama said. Or they're the same tactics Obama used. You know, when he asked, when he told all the black voters that if they don't vote for him in 2016, he would consider it a, a, a defamation for black people. Like, basically, black all black people should vote for Obama. They have an obligation to vote for Obama. Yeah. Just like Trump saying, all Jews should vote for me. Yeah. Because if you vote for a Democrat and you're a Jew, you're not a real Jew. It's the same thing with Obama yeah, it's, saying, it's if you're, you're not a black if you don't vote for me. Yeah. It's just stupid. No, it is. It's stupid because you're generalizing all of these people together into one category when you, everyone's allowed to be an independent thinker, but instead you're just saying, oh, no, you're black, so you have to think this way. And it's unnecessary. Yeah. It's unnecessary for Trump to say that because he could have talked about how the Democrats don't support Israel. He could have talked about how, you know, he feels that... that you know, strictly religious Jewish people should support Israel in some way, shape, or form. That's all fine. Like, you can say stuff like that. But you can't come out and say, all Jews should vote for me because I'm... He, re- like, retweeted something that some so radio some, host said where he's, like, the god of Jews or something. It was like, something so stupid. Something about the second coming or, oh like, the king gosh. of the second coming or something yeah, like that. Yeah, which, newsflash, the Jews weren't really... Whatever. Anyways, I don't want to talk about it because I've heard a lot of other people talk about it, so I don't need to con- talk about it. I agree with them. But I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like sometimes we don't think in terms of like what the average voter is thinking. We think in terms of what people like us are thinking. Yeah. And not everyone is like, and I'm not saying we're better than anybody. We're not. We're just more stressed out than everybody because we pay attention. But I don't know. I just. Not not everybody is, is as invested in this as we are. Like, not everybody's sitting there watching the news every single night. They're just no. catching the, the sound clips and the sound bites or whatever, the little snippets yeah, on and, the news, and that's what's really affecting people. And I would say that pretty much everyone who listens to this podcast is probably in the same boat. You guys probably all have brothers and sisters who tell you these things that you know aren't fact factual, you know, but you know that's what the, the news is reporting to them, and they're getting it. So you guys maybe feel it a little bit, too, like we do, where there's kind of this, like, okay... But there's a chance he couldn't win, right? Like, there's a big chance he could lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the economy really turns, which we're going to talk about that a little later, but if the economy really does turn, I think he's doomed. I think I think he's done. Yeah, because that's, like, the one big thing he can stand on right now is the economy. And yep. if that goes, he goes. I would agree with that. All right, so I wanted to touch on this because this is a little interesting. It kind of brings up a topic that 
also has been sitting on my mind lately. Okay. I want, let me preface this though, by saying that I don't hate gay people. No, um, not at all. I don't hate anybody, but except for like evil people, but I don't hate gay people. I think gay people are fine. Whatever. Okay. I think we can't add any more letters to the LGBTQ plus acronym. I think we've hit our max on letters that we're allowed to add to that. So no more. Okay. Maybe that's what the plus is for. Maybe they're just like, look, we can't add another letter. Otherwise we'll just be A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. Like we got to stop somewhere. Maybe that's what the plus is for. Just the alphabet in a different order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't know what the plus is. So I'm going to assume the plus means everything else. Yep. Stop adding letters. So pedophile. No, I don't know. I'm, I didn't say that, but maybe. Um, so here's what I want to talk about. So there, there was an interview. I think this was on daily wire. There was an interview with the creator of veggie tales. And VeggieTales is a Christian uh, kids show. Oh, is it? Yeah. I've never watched VeggieTales. But, but you've I knew, heard of it. I knew it was a kids show. I didn't know it was Christian, though. Yeah, you've heard of it. Um, the creator of that, okay, well, one of the co-creators, his name is uh, Phil Vischer. Basically, he said, look, the day's coming that Christian cartoons are going to have to deal with uh, same-sex issues. Hmm. They're going to have to talk about them. Um, because society has determined that... Uh, sexual orientation is akin to racial discrimination. What? They're one and the same. So basically, if you avoid it or you don't talk about it, you're kind of the same as a white person who hates black people. No. But that's what this guy's saying society deems. I, I would agree with him. Okay. Uh, he said parents are going to have to, are definitely going to have to deal with a growing LGBT presence in children's media. It's going to show up more and more as the world has decided that LGBT issues are in the same categories as race and civil rights issues. So Christian cartoons like Veggie Tales, which parents sit their kids in front of and think, this is a good show for my kid. They are eventually going to be forced to talk about LGBT issues. We have seen LGBT issues brought up in cartoons like Arthur, which had a gay marriage in it. Oh. You know Arthur. Yeah. What is he? He's like a little... Armadillo? I think... I don't know. A rat mouse type thing? I should know this. What is Arthur? Okay. Anyways, well, whatever he is, there was a same-sex marriage on the show, and, like, no one... Like, so in the show, obviously, everyone's just okay with it. But this brings up a really... An armadillo. Oh. I don't know that. I just said that out loud. Is that what he is? I don't know. Kelly's doing some research. Live research with Kelly. She likes to do this during the show. I don't know what he is, but if you can find it. Okay, she's looking it up. Cast Arthur's uh, immediate family. It doesn't say. All right. We don't really know what Arthur's supposed to be. Be, I could do a little research myself. Oh, you're making honestly. riveting uh, audio. Right I know, there. but I feel like the listeners really are curious. So we are going to find out. Um, Arthur is. I can't freaking find it. I can't find it. I can't find out what Arthur is. I swear he's like an. Okay, this is getting boring. All right, so we're moving on. Arthur something. You know what? If you guys know what Arthur is, send us an email. Please tell me what Arthur is. I should know it, and I don't. Okay, anyways. So I just, I kind of want to get your opinion on this, because I, again, I don't hate gay people, and I want to I I make that very clear that I don't hate gay people. Okay, 
But at what age do we say... He's an, an aardvark. He's an aardvark. <laughs> okay, Kelly got the answer. This is live reporting. Arthur is, in fact, an aardvark. He's an so, anthropomorphic aardvark. What, the, what does that mean for? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so what do you think of that? You have a kid, and you sit your kid in front of a TV, and your kid sees same-sex couples. Are you okay with that? Mm, it depends. I mean, it raises a lot of questions. It's kind of like when your kids see two people holding hands or kissing, and then you have to explain that to them. So I feel like it would be something you could explain about, like, you can love whoever you want, but, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. It is weird. It, it brings up some very interesting questions in my mind about what I want to expose my kids to and what I don't. I think tranny story time is definitely something I don't want to expose my kids to. Uh, no. But I'm not sure how I feel about this. I definitely feel that Christian cartoons should have the right to not talk about it if they don't want to. I don't see why we would damn someone for having different cultural values than we do. And it does seem like the left goes after Christians more than they go after anybody else. They defend Muslims for some of their weird cultural habits, but they really go after Christians for some of their cultural habits and beliefs. So I just find it. Well, I mean, they even go after, I mean, not just television shows for kids, but they go after stores like Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby. They definitely go after Chick-fil-A. That are closed on Sundays. Well, that's not why they go after Chick-fil-A. Well, I mean, but they, for other reasons as well, but, I mean, that's one of the the core Christian beliefs is that Sunday is the day of rest and they're closed on Sundays, but they also have issues with the contraception and that sort of thing. But I don't think it's an issue. I think it's what the well, founder of... They they take issue. The, the left takes issue with it. They take issue because the owner of Chick-fil-A, Mr. Chick LaFlay... I made that up, obviously. <laughs> um, he donates a lot of money to groups that um, are they consider to be anti-LGBTQ plus minus divide star. So because he donates money to them, they go after Chick-fil-A for that. Which is dumb. Yeah. It, well, it is because, I, again, I don't go after every company that has a union because all of those unions give money to the Democratic Party. Well, and it's like if you own a store and that's your money and you're privately owned, you can do whatever you want with your money. Who cares who you donate to? Right. Like, I don't know why that's an issue. Like, do you like Chick-fil-A? Are you eating it? If you are, why does it matter? Just eat it. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm not opposed to, to companies deciding what they want to do in terms of, like, maybe this is a controversial way of thinking. I don't, I don't think so, but maybe. Like, if, if somebody who owns a bakery doesn't want to make a cake for a gay wedding because they're morally opposed to that, there are plenty of other bakeries that a gay couple can go to that will make a cake for them. Yeah, definitely. I'm just saying, like, how you punish the market is by not... Like, if I, if I want to punish a business, I don't call the government. I don't sue them. You know, because I'm a rational person. I just don't give them my money. Yeah, okay, so this thing just popped into my head. Okay, so where I work, people are permitted, they're allowed, 
to wear any sort of religious garb. Like, typically, you have to take your hat off. Like, you can't wear any type of, of hat or hood or anything like that. But if you are asked to remove something from your head and you're saying, okay, well, it's for religious beliefs, you're allowed to, to wear it, to keep it on. Mm-hmm. So if you can cite religious, religious beliefs when it benefits you, but then if a store cites religious, religious beliefs as a reason for not wanting to provide a service, why is there a difference there? Like uh-huh. if you can invoke religion when it supports your what you're trying to do, but the second that somebody else tries to tries to invoke their religion, then it causes an issue. It's a slippery slope, though, because at some point you have to say no. Yeah, you do. Like if I my religion says that I'm allowed to walk around with my dinghy out, and that's my religion, so you can't tell me that I'm not allowed to have my dinghy out at work because that's my religion says I'm allowed to have it. What are you gonna do? Like you, you obviously that's. Well, I mean, you have um, Pastafarians able to take a driver's license picture with colanders on their head. So I feel like we're one step away from that. Mm, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. I, honestly, after some of the stuff I've heard with Tranny Story Hour and that Jessica Yaniv up in Canada, I mean, we are really like one step away from dinghies out. Yeah. Maybe that's a shirt. Maybe that's a shirt I should put in the right-wing <laughs> vegan stores. Dinghies out. <laughs> What is the sun's out, guns out? It's just dinghies out. <laughs> just no dinghy. sun, just dinghy out. Doesn't matter what time of day. <laughs> Have your dinghy out because you might as well. Because these trannies during story hour, they have their dinghies out, I'm assuming. I don't know. Or tucked. A tranny tucks their dinghy. Ugh. Isn't that gross? Doesn't that yeah. sound like painful as hell? Yeah, I, I, I Googled that because I Google everything. But well, that just we, seems... We, we, I wanted to understand it. So here's a story we could tell. Uh, we went to see the Little Mermaid earlier this year. Yes, it was very uh, it good. It was uh, it was good. It was a um, a local production of the Little Mermaid, and um, we went and Ursula comes out. Okay, Ursula's the villain. In case you're, I, I don't know how the hell you would know that, but Ursula's the villain. So Ursula comes out, and she is. Um, she's getting a, a raucous amount of fanfare. Like literally she comes out and everybody in the, the theater loses their ass. They just start going crazy, yeah. clapping, cheering, wooing, hooting, getting up. And I'm just like, what in the hell is going on? Yeah. We're just and sitting there like perplexed. Clearly it was a dude dressed as Ursula. Mm-hmm. Very clearly dude. Okay. Yeah. And I got that and I just thought, okay, you know, whatever. Ursula's like the perfect character for a transvestite to play. A big fat, yeah, na- I almost said nasty woman, but seriously, like a big fat, <laughs> just whatever. So, anyways, I look it up, and this this transvestite is very popular. Vestite, transgender, same thing, right? I don't know. I think it's the same thing. Anyways, um, this is very popular. She was on RuPaul's. He, uh, she, he, he, whatever was on RuPaul's Drag Race. I'll say she. Season I eleven. Want, I don't want anyone coming after me for pronouns. She was on RuPaul's Drag Race. You don't even know what season. Yeah, season eleven. Um, I, think. And, and I think. And everybody it was. lost their minds over her. And I'm just like, is it really that big of a deal? Yeah. Apparently, she's pretty big. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Um. But it, so that was just weird. That was like a weird thing, and I'm just like, okay, but this is a whatever. So that's that. But that's like I almost think in the theater that's like where that stuff belongs. Um, 
in well, a Well, it's because you're you're library. you're acting, you're playing pretend. Like that's what theater is and that's what the people who dress up like this and they're that's, just playing pretend. That's easy to explain to your child, isn't it? This is pretend. It's theater. Yeah. The man's dressed up like a woman because he's pretending mm-hmm. for theater. That's way easier to explain to your child than, oh, this is a library, and this man wants to shake his ass in your face, but that's just what they do. Yeah, they were, like, teaching kids how to twerk or something. That's what I'm saying. It's just so weird. I can't understand parents who are just sitting there clapping while this potential pervert is shaking his ass in front of your kid's face. If you're at the library, aren't you there to read or have books read to you, not to dance? They are. They are reading books, but then they're letting kids crawl all over them and, and... shaking their ass and i don't know what goes on i you Ugh. know what i don't even know what goes on in society anymore i really don't the mall was a scary place for me the other day i just i don't it's not scary but just like you watch people walking around in these environments and it's more exciting than going to the damn zoo the animals are just laying there but you see these weirdos running around these freaks it's so weird anymore kids which i don't understand because i'm just at that age where kids absolutely baffle me i can't believe that these 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 imbeciles are going to be running the world someday i, I just it, it's like crazy to me i'm old i'm an old ass man this this is proof that i'm old i've slipped into old age and i need to accept it not the balding not the gray hair none of that matters what matters is i'm shaking my fist everywhere i go at these damn kids <laughs> and that's how i know i'm old these darn kids yeah i'm just old so apparently we're under a recession did you know that did you know we were under a recession right now nope oh because we're not we're not, but the media would certainly have you believe that recession gate is coming if it's not here already and that we need to be worried. We need to be so worried of the recession, 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 recession. No, they're not worried. Oh, they're not worried. They actually want this. They're, right. ex- they're excited. They're excited. They're rooting for it. And anchor Stephanie Roll on MSNBC said it's about time America experiences a recession. And Bill Maher has been saying he hopes there's a recession so that we can get rid of Trump. Hey, you know what happens in a recession? People lose their effing jobs. That's what happens in a recession. Yeah. So these out-of-touch wackos on the left are now rooting for you to lose your job. No, but that's the thing. They want you to lose the job, your job. Because then you're sucking off the teeth of the government. Yes, you're more dependent upon the government. This is like the perfect scenario for them. All these people get laid off, lose their jobs. They turn to the government for help. Government steps in to help them. And they win. Yeah. It's power for them. Yeah. The more people that are sucking the tea, I think I've said this before, the more power you have. Because now they depend on you. And if you cut off the teat, you cut off them. Yeah. And if you cut off the teat with your dinghy out, that's how you get flagged on, on iTunes as being inappropriate. Yeah, you're one step away from it. <laughs> you think it's the word dinghy? Oh, I don't know. So, anyway, so the media is certainly creating panic about the recession. And again, these voters that aren't woke, these voters that don't pay attention, they probably already are, are buying gold because they think we're about to jump into a recession. I'm telling you, it's just, and we are like, we realistically, we've gone 10 years without being in a recession. The last one was theoretically, I say theoretically, because I think it went a little longer than this, was in 2009. And we're about 10 years due. I would say that a recession's probably on the horizon. But yeah. I don't think it's coming tomorrow. I don't think it's already here and it's wearing a, a coat sitting in the corner of the restaurant just waiting to expose itself. Like, it's it's coming because it just comes. These things come in cycles. These things are cyclic. So it's going to come, but it's it's not here yet. Yes. So everyone needs to relax. But... Also, everyone needs to be aware that these people are rooting for you to lose your job and your pension. 
They want it. So tell your friends that. Tell your little friends who are who aren't woke, who are like, Trump's a racist. Say, yeah, well, at least he doesn't want you to lose your job, dummy. <laughs> yeah. Because these people do. So we talked about this earlier, about Joe Biden being the nominee. And, you know, he's just so boring. But maybe he'll bore his way into it. Because right now, in a late in a recent CNN poll, okay, Joe Biden is up twenty nine percent. All right, he's at twenty nine percent. Up like above someone. That's just or... what he's at. So oh, he's, he's polling at twenty nine percent. All right, so Sanders and uh, Warren are kind of neck and neck in like different polls. They're under him, right? But they're still like at least ten points under him. I think they were pulling at nineteen and eighteen percent. Okay. And then Kamala Harris. Oh my gosh. You didn't talk about a fall for from Grace. <laughs> oh my Did, uh, gosh. What's her name? Uh Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard. Gabbard. Did she just like really ruin she her? She ruined her career. She ruined <laughs> her chances. She did a fate she delivered a fatal blow, okay, to Kamala Harris. And I'll tell you this, I don't think it was all Tulsi Gabbard. That doesn't no. really, like, exposed Kamala Harris for being the fraud that she is. But she, okay, right after that first debate, she was only, she was at 17% and Biden was at 22 So they were, like, close. Mm. Yeah. Okay? Now she's at polling at 5%. Oh, man. So she's been knocked off her pedestal probably where she belongs. I mean, she's right there with Buttigieg. They're both at 5 That's the oh, level geez. she's at now. Like, Buttigieg is D. He's, like, D level, like, doesn't have a chance. Well, see, and it's really, that second debate is what ruined her because her whole demeanor, affect, all of that was just completely off. Like, she could tell she was so rattled, so upset, like, on the verge of tears. Not she tears. Just, she just looked like she looked, been She looked so flustered. I mean, she had no com- comeback because she has no stance that she actually believes in. Yeah. She keeps waffling on her policies. This is another thing. So Medicare for all was like the big thing that she's waffled on more than anything. At one minute, she's for it. Then she's against it. Then she's for it. Now she's against it again. She's saying that she doesn't believe that we should force people onto Medicare even after we heard her during the debate say that that's what you have to yeah. do. And she's kind of like blaming this on like, well, you know, even when I said that I was for that, I really didn't mean it. And you guys should have all known that my heart wasn't in that. Okay. What's funny about that is it's all BS because she co-sponsored the bill with Bernie Sanders, Medicare for all. There was a bill. Bernie Sanders had a bill. I know it's surprising that he's actually written or produced or sponsored a bill because he hasn't done anything in the like 400 years that he's been in freaking he's a senator right yes <laughs> see how i forgot that you want to know how i forgot that because he hasn't done anything yeah um so she co-sponsored the bill so her heart wasn't in it but she co-sponsored the bill seems like her heart was in it i think her heart was in it i think she just realizes it's not popular so she's trying to back off you know who else is backing off of it bernie sanders he recently i think even today came out and said well you know medicare for all i mean that for everybody that isn't in a union but you people in a union we're gonna do we're gonna give you guys special treatment it's because he got called out on that who was it that called him out i can't remember who it was i think it was Kristen gildebrand or whatever yeah the one that wants to take all our guns away from us taking away all the union stuff i thought that was hilarious so now he's all like well i didn't say people in a union okay people in a union i'm best friends with them they can have whatever they want anything you want if you're in a union you get it 
So we did, did we he, love the unions on Bernie Sanders. Did he change his mind on whether or not you already have an insurance if you could keep it? Yes, if, but only if you're in a union. Ugh. I think. Only if you're in a union. Or there's some sort of like tax incentive or something to make up for the difference. I don't know. Whatever. He, Bernie Sanders also introduced a global warming, a climate change plan that would cost $19 trillion. Oh, so it's like the Green New Deal kind of Junior? Is. It costs $19 trillion. And I, it's very important to note that America only is responsible for 15% of carbon emissions. So even if we completely wipe that out, wouldn't do anything at all. Because China and Russia are yeah. still going to pollute. So what does it matter? Yeah. Honestly, why would we spend $19 trillion on 15% of the problem? No. Yeah, because you're going to spend all that money and the problem is still going to exist. It's and not like you're getting, solving the whole thing. Anybody who works in business understands what ROI is. And they understand that you're not going to put $19 trillion into something that's only going to get you 15% of the value. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. Okay. So Fox News, here's another bit. Fox News has been running a series on their website. They may be doing videos or episodes too or whatever, you know, like they might be doing vignettes for their, their news show. But basically about how homelessness is just taking over the West Coast. Like all of these cities, like Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles, they all are being overrun by homeless people, so much so that businesses are now complaining. The streets are poop-filled. There are people just shooting up all over the place. Wait, where are these homeless people coming from? I think they're coming from other states to go to, like, L.A. Why? Because if you're going to be homeless, where else would you rather be homeless? No, it's true. California is a great place to be homeless. Yeah. But, of course, the left not doing anything. Their policy, this is clearly evident that evidence that their policies don't work. Mm-hmm. And then we want to take those people and we want to give them the whole United States. Yeah. That's great. Let's just do that. Because obviously, like, here's something I don't get. Okay, Pete Buttigieg, terrible mayor. Failure of a mayor. Okay, everybody who, just look into his career. Just look. Just take a peek into what he's accomplished as mayor. Okay? All the blacks hate him because they think he's inefficient and he hasn't done anything to quell, like, a bunch of racial tension and all this blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Terrible mayor. Mm-hmm. All right? Why in the F would anybody let that dumb dummy be president of the United States? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Why would we even let him run? If I'm the Democratic Party, why would I let this guy run? I'd say, you need to take care of your damn city that you're the mayor of. Well, you also have to run for office. At this point, the Democratic Party is just thinking of all this as dollar signs. All these people are running. They're getting money, too. Well, they're getting kickbacks from the donations i'm sure that are going to the campaigns yeah still like gosh they don't care they just want the moolah these people can't even run their towns freaking de blasio everybody in his freaking everybody in new york hates him and he's running for president yeah meanwhile new york they, they have no respect for law enforcement is that what we want for the United States of America? No, because I certainly respect law enforcement and I want them there to protect me. I would damn sure want them there to protect me when one of these Antifa assholes starts trying to come after me. Yeah. Are you kidding me? These mother basement living buffoons that when you get 50 of them together, you can't fight them off. One on one, I don't think there's a conservative in the world who couldn't beat one of these Antifa guys' ass. Seriously, I honestly <laughs> don't. Any conservative, even one that, that's quadriplegic, could kick one of these little Antifa guys' asses. Are you kidding me? One-on-one, these guys wouldn't stand a chance against a 90-year-old conservative woman with a purse. She'd beat him. These soft-ass, little, pudgy, freaking basement-dwelling, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
fruit flies. I was, but then when what they do is they wait until like they're stragglers, and then they all like fifty of them will beat the the hell out of somebody. This is what this I'm talking about this because there was a giant protest in Portland, Oregon, I think is where it was, and of course the cops. So there's this giant Antifa demonstration, okay? And by the way, what do you think you're accomplishing? When you have 500 people and the police have to shut down an area, and I think it was over a thousand of these freaking freak shows out there, okay, with their masks because they're too big of wusses to, to show their face because they don't want their mom to find out what they're doing. These people, they, they get like a thousand of them are out there gathering. What the hell are you trying to accomplish? Do you think by you blocking roads and preventing people from going where the hell they want to go, do you think that's getting people to really like pay attention to your cause? No, because you're just pissing everybody yeah. off. So every whatever it is that they're supporting, you're now like, okay, I'm staying far away from these... that. I want nothing to do with that because these people are disrupting my life and making me late. Yeah, these goofballs. Support that? Well, I don't want to support that because I don't want to be associated mm. with these these freaking... No. <sighs> Anyways, so, like, there was a big protest in Portland. There were, like, a thousand Antifa people. There were a bunch of people that are called, like, the Good Boys or, some, I don't know, some conservative activist group. Conservative activists. Because everybody who's racist is a right-winger uh, group. And they were there and they were, like, I don't know. Obviously, they're protesting each other, which is even more hilarious to me because it's like just a group of people yelling at another group of people yelling about something that's probably not real. Or is there more than one group of good boys? Yeah. Because, okay, because I was going to say there was something recently around here where there was like a, a group of good boys who were walking around with a biker gang, like holding uh, just different flags. They were just walking around and okay. apparently it caused Whatever. a big disturbance. Again, but... I'm sure they're accomplishing something too. Like, yeah, no. I don't understand that. Like you have the right to protest. You don't have the right to act like a jackass, but you really look like a jackass when you're just out there yelling with a bunch of your friends. That would yeah. literally be like, hey guys, let's just go stand outside of work and yell for no yeah. reason. We have no- nothing to protest. We live in the best country in the world. It's not like we live in Hamas it's not like we live in some country where if you're a woman and you don't bring bread home to your husband, he can whip you with a whip or cut your fingers off or something. Yeah. It's not like that. We don't live there. This is every problem that we have is a first world problem. I wish that people would understand that. Okay. Oh, I'm gay and I can't have the wedding cake I want. Yeah. Well, you know what? At least you're allowed to get married. At least people don't throw you off of a roof for being a homosexual like they do in the countries that you you want us to adopt their culture. You want us to adopt Muslim culture? Really? Do you? Okay, gay person. Let's adopt Muslim culture. I'll push you off my roof because that's what they do to you in Muslim countries. They push you off the roof because you're gay. They'll hang you in public and people can go spit on your corpse because that's what they do in Muslim countries. So you want us to adopt that culture? That's what you really want? You people should think twice about what you're asking for. That's what I got to say. Think twice. You want it to be the Handmaid's Tale? You know where it is the Handmaid's Tale? Those countries. That's where it's that. Yeah. Okay? No respect for women. Okay? Oh, Saudi Arabia now lets women drive. Woo! Let's adopt their culture. Sure. Let's do it. Let's kill journalists for saying things that we don't like. Let's, let's behead them. 
this is a, this is what I just don't understand. All of our first world problems we want to complain about. You know, we want to talk about how America is terrible. We want to burn the American flag because I'm some gay female soccer player who doesn't feel like I'm getting paid enough. So I want to burn the flag because my couple million dollars isn't enough. I need more, you know, and then I want to be some hero because I'm complaining about it. Meanwhile, in Hong Kong, they're chanting America. They're, they're begging that they had the Second Amendment. They're begging for it. They're singing our national anthem, and they're about to get mulled over by their government. Yeah. They're getting their freedoms taken away. Yeah. And we want to give ours up willingly in this country? We want to just hand them over to the government? Oh, you want our guns? Take them. You want this, this, and this? Take them. You know? I just... Yeah, it just doesn't make there's sense. There's no logic in it. No, there's and not. There's not. That's what I don't understand. And what, like, you want to be a real hero? Go, you want to be a real hero, Megan Rapone or Rapinoe or whatever your dumbass name is? Go help those people. Go petition for those people, those women in Saudi Arabia. Go petition for women in Muslim countries. Go do that. Go talk about gay rights over there, you know? Because gay people have it pretty damn good here in this country. Everybody does. Yeah. I just get so sick of it. Everybody acting like, oh, woe is me. Boo. Boo hoo. Just shut up. Yeah. I think people, I, I hope people are sick of your boohoo. That's what I hope people are. I hope people are sick of it. I hope people see right through your whiny ass. I hope people just, just, I hope that people realize that they have it so much better here. And even if we do go into res- a recession, even if, you know, whatever, even if things aren't perfect, because they're not. There is racism here, okay? But it's nothing like the racism that was around in the freaking 1700s. It's not even the 1960s. If you really think America's as bad now as it was then, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. No. You really don't. You obviously weren't alive then. Read a book, dumbass. That's what I got to say to you. Yeah. I just, I'm so fed up with it. We'll probably get marked as explicit because of all the asses. How many asses are you allowed to say before you get marked as explicit? I don't know, but you've you've said a lot of them. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care anymore. You know <laughs> just what? like giving you looks like, whoa. Here's what's going to happen. Marianne Williamson's going to create a Department of the Peace, okay? Oh. And it's <laughs> stupid. And then I'll feel good inside because she's going to take down pictures of Andrew Jackson and apologize to Native Americans and give black people free money. And she's going to just create a Department of the Peace to go to other countries, to go to North Korea, to give Kim Jong-un a hug and to say, you know what? Let's just be, let's just love each other. And that'll work. That'll work. Because if there's one thing I know about hate mongers, they love hugs and they love love. That's just what it is. Gosh, I'm so irritated. I got myself so fired up. Yeah, you're uh, you're boiling over here. I'm, just, I'm boiling because I don't understand the logic behind a lot of these thoughts. Well, and that's the problem is that there is no logic. There I, isn't any. I mean, I can have a sound conversation with somebody who disagrees with me. And I, like I did, I did today. I had kind of like a, a good conversation where it was just some conversation, right? About what we believe. Most of it circled around media bias. And like it was just a decent conversation, right? And like... It was no personal attacks. It was no whatever. I have a buddy who's a, a, a left-wing guy at, at work. And he, I asked him flat out, I said, do you think I'm a racist? And he said, no. Why would I think you're a racist? And I'm like, see, there can be civil discourse. There can be bonding. We can agree that we like things that are the same. Like we have common interests, yeah. but we disagree politically. 
and we can move on with our lives. It's just like, yeah, you disagree with me. I disagree with you. That's fine. That's mm-hmm. cool. Like we, we, we both like Marvel and we both like the same video games and we both like that stuff. Yeah. So it's like, why can't the world just be like that? But at the same time, why can't we be aware that like things aren't really that bad? They never really are. Even when Obama was president, you know what? Things weren't really that bad. Yeah. So I don't know, whatever, but we're just going to keep putting kids in cages and be racists and bigots and whatever i don't know maybe this was a bad episode i don't know i don't know i i mean i feel like it's okay i just i i just got fired up there because i just hate it i just hate when i just hate reagan megan is it rapino or rapone i think it's rapone you know why i don't know because no one watches women's soccer but it's got to be one of them either way whatever it is i just hate her face i honestly hate her face i can't stand seeing her little squirrely looking smug face i just can't and she's such a braggart she's so full of herself and it's like dude you play women's soccer like yeah great good for you you're a fourth you're like an eighth as good as the men yeah good sorry that's sexist it's just true no it is it is true it's just a fact i'll give you that watch the two games and tell me which one's more exciting Yeah, men's soccer is definitely better yeah and the women are so good you know why they're so good you know why they're so good because a lot of those countries that you wish we were are just now allowing women to play soccer because they're like 50 years behind us that's why you guys are so good yeah you dominate because you know no one wants to live in Europe. Why the hell would you want to live over there right now? And also because women in like other like South Korea or whatever, oh, the North Korean women are allowed to play for the first time ever. And they were forced to play because if they didn't, Kim Jong-un would have cut their feet off. It's just it's ridiculous. That's what you want us to be, huh? That's who the left wants us to be. They want us to be every other country. Well, ask Great Britain how that's going. Ask how their country is going right now. Ask how any country in Europe right now is going. Also, Denmark, you better back off, okay? You better back off, Denmark. Stop talking crap about us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The whole Denmark thing is another thing that Trump should just shut his mouth about, but I think it's pretty funny. I mean, it is kind of like a, a comic relief in all of oh this kind gosh. of a, Like, I saw this graphic, and I don't know if, if President Trump shared it or if somebody made it, but it was like the Trump Tower right yeah. in the middle yeah. of Greenland. <laughs> uh, I saw Chris Matthews on MSNBC last night losing his mind over the Denmark thing. It just—he was so mad about it. He's like, "This is an ally of America." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, shut up!" Like he meant it as a like. I think he meant it as a joke. No, I think he's serious he also, about it. Well, I yeah, just, like I think he said it jokingly, but seriously at the same time. It's just like. Why don't we have more important things to talk about on yeah, the and, news? Yeah, and don't we have enough national debt? And I say, that, be I say that to him too, like to Trump. Like, let's back off, okay? You, you, everybody's worried about the recession. What about our freaking deficit? That's what people should be worried about. And he's done no better at reducing that thing. Okay, no. none of these Republicans have. None of them have done a good job at reducing the deficit, which a lot of them promised to do, and they haven't done. They just keep throwing money up in there and making it rain. Like, we're at Jeffrey Epstein's house or something. <laughs> All right, that's Pond's enough. Island. That's enough. Also, when you buy art like that, 
because I don't like he has a lot of weird art in his house, including that Clinton painting. But there's some other weird art. There's like pictures of Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, yeah. There were like pictures of like kids laying on lions. But I just just a lot of weird stuff. When you buy art like that, do you buy it like assuming no one's ever gonna see it? Like, do you just buy that and you're like, well, I don't, you know, I like this weird crap, so I'm gonna buy it and hang it in my house. And then when you die, you're like, oh, like the first thing you're you're in hell. Because I'm assuming he's in hell. You're like, oh, I should have got rid of that picture. Yeah, the first thing you think when you're burning in hell, you probably think, ooh, all those paintings. Shoot. <laughs> really yeah. didn't want that to get out. Mm. I think that might be what's... Yeah, but that's true. It's just funny. Anyways, all right. That's it for this show this week. It's been a ruckus week. It has you know, been. it has. Because we have a lot going on in our personal lives. But also just... I just get so frustrated with the news anymore. And I'm worried. I'm worried, guys. I'm worried we're going to lose. I really am. And I mean, you know, Joe Biden will have four years of napping. Napping in the White House. Saying dumb things. He says dumb things, too. Like Trump. He does. He does. Says dumb things. You just don't hear about it. Yeah. Did you guys know poor kids were as smart as white kids? I don't know if you knew that, but Joe Biden will tell you. Poor kids. All right. That's it for us. Yep. Give it, hit the plugs. Tell everybody the plugs. We didn't do that at the beginning of the show. Okay, well, you can follow us on Twitter at VeganWing. You can email us if you have any questions or if you want us to talk about anything at rwvegan at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, rwvegan.com, to find our latest episodes, um, to find some amazing tweets that Scott shares here. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, you need to get back on your Twitter game. I think I retweeted something today. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, and there, there's some some other fun stuff on there, so go check it out and let us know what you think. Yep, and we will see you guys. Uh, I don't know if there'll be a weekend update this weekend. We have a, we have a very busy weekend, yeah. so we'll probably won't get to it. So yeah, we'll probably... I have a training this weekend. I think yeah, we'll all probably, day. I'm gonna I might try and move it. No, you, you can't move it. You don't know that yet. Just do it. Really want to move it. So. No. Because I also have my fantasy draft this weekend, so priorities. Um, yeah, but not until after this is over with. I got, so I got prep for it. Um, anyway, so that's that. But we probably won't have a weekend update, so we'll talk to you again on Wednesday. I'm sure a lot will happen, so we'll have plenty to talk about. But until then, I hope you guys have a great weekend, and we will talk to you guys again next time.